Welcome to the IoT podcast, powered by Paratus People. Be among the first to find out what's happening in the fascinating and growing world of IoT from the industry leaders themselves. Welcome to the IoT podcast show. I am your host, Tom White. This is episode 11. Uh, been looking forward to this actually for some time. We've had it in the calendar for a little while. Today, I'm joined by Eric Biontegard. Eric is the inventor of the Spark Compass platform and the founder of Total Communicator Solutions, Inc. Eric, thank you so much for joining the show. Um, my pleasure, and I'm excited to be here. We're going to have some fun, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Eric, um, could you start by just explaining your journey in IoT uh, from your experience in the space sector up into and founding Total Communicator Solutions, Inc. and Spark Compass? Yeah, so it's kind of interesting, right? Because um, in the old days, we were when I started working on the space shuttle and under uh, subsea robotics, the space shuttle, of course, from, uh, from NASA, um, the... The job that I had was to to simulate the real world, uh, test the real world uh, with the simulations, and and verify that the the parts survived. Um, same thing for engine mounts. Um, and, and but the idea was that we were capturing data from the real world, um, simulating the real world, um, and then creating and verifying outcomes. That mindset, that mindset of looking at, uh, at simulating the real world and, and indeed uh, sensorizing the real world um, to, to define and verify outputs and outcomes uh, is what really has been my journey thereafter. Um, this goes into to retail, it goes into, into telecommunication and of course the essence of Spark Compass that we're going to talk about is that data, right, and actions yeah. on the data. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thank you for that. Um, yeah, I mean, of course, you know, um, your your background is, is fantastic. You've done so many different things, but um, one of the one of the things that Spark Compass is, is very interesting uh, for me personally, but also for our listeners, um, is the augmented intelligence platform um, and what you're doing there with Spark Compass. How how can that kind of affect the man on the street, so to speak, and and in, in layman's terms, how how is this people's lives well so so that's a big question but the uh, the mindset here is is augmenting and supporting and when you're augmenting and supporting intelligence rather than the typical AI which is artificial intelligence which is replacing what we suppose and what what we propose and what we do is that we take this data we take this data in and we monitor and, and understand context and end yeah. users situation uh, and then we use that understanding, that understanding to to deliver outcomes, um, supporting uh, whether it's a marketing person, whether it is a um, sports teams operator, um, whether it is a, a healthcare operator um, a, 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 or provider. Um, we enable them to do better by supporting them with the data. And that's where the augmented intelligence rather than artificial intelligence. We're not trying to replace anybody. We're enabling them to do better. And by measuring the outcomes, then all of a sudden we can deliver on that. I, and I know this talks, this is very high, high level, but there's a whole series of, of um, deployments where we actually have done this. 
right? The ability to to capture data in in a in a in a stadium setting. In the old days, it was very important to encourage fans to come to the stands. Um, you know, we we have this. We're doing this right now with University of Mississippi. Um, it's a project that we do with IMG and Coca Cola, where originally we were asked to 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 help encourage fans to come to the stands. In the old days, there was no problem to get the boys to play, uh, to, to, to get the fans to come and watch the boys play football. Uh, but when the girls were playing what I call real football, soccer as we call it here in America, uh, nobody came to watch them. So we built a, a reward system. We've increased attendance, blah, 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 and that's great. Today, there are no fans in the stands. So yeah. how can we maintain that relationship, right? And that's where augmented intelligence comes in, where it understands the end user's context. The fan is not in the stand anymore. They're watching at home. Can we reward them for that behavior at home? And that's exactly what we do. And that's exactly what we do for, for Ole Miss and Coca-Cola. Uh, this fan engagement at home, this interactions at home, and then extends that relationship from, from an empty stadium where the game is still being played, the matches are still there, um, and into the fans at home. And that's really a big, big shift. It, it's kind of a big shift that we are forced to in today's environment, uh, unfortunately. Uh, however, when you think about it, there are a lot more fans that will never be in the stands than the fans that can come to the stands. And that's been our mantra all along is that we if as long as we can understand the the end users context then we can and that's contextual awareness and when we can put contextual intelligence on it then we can augment it the 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 communication with that fan does that make sense yeah yeah it does totally yeah and i think there's a lot of things within the platform isn't there there's a lot of things that um you know the spark platform can actually do um, I know we've spoken about this previously with, with wearables as well. And, and, and given the pandemic and everything that's come up uh, as an outcome from that advancement in medtech, healthcare monitoring, um, how, how is it that, you know, Spark Compass can help with that? Well, it goes back to this, this, this premise again that data helps, right? Um, yeah. And right now, right now we have a problem uh, worldwide. Um, and, and the way that we're looking at things is that we're, 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 we're taking data and we're trying to do it after the fact. What we're trying to articulate is that if we're able to understand data ahead of the time, and if we're able to encourage behavior ahead of the time, then maybe we can stop or slow down the spread. And the moment we can slow down the spread, we're starting to win. Right now we're fighting a battle uh, and, and we're, we're telling everybody stay home and, and not go to restaurants and, and uh, while that helps, uh, it's not the end solution, right? So, so what we have built is a, uh, it's, it's a bracelet, right? A, a wearable. Uh, it could be any type of wearable, but this is unique in two elements. One is that it will automatically detect distance and verify distance. So we, we call this distance matters. This is a solution that we provide maybe it's, it's a little hard for the general population, uh, but in a workforce environment, this could help. Mm. Another element on it, and that's, that's, that is an encouragement of behavior, keep your distance. We know that distance makes a difference. Um, good pun there, actually. Distance makes a difference. Yeah. Um, and, um, but we also have uh, the ability to measure real-time body temperature. And if you're able to to look at a larger population and see where maybe somebody has a 
temperature rising, and that could be a sign of an infection before the test is done. Yeah. That's one of the things that we're suggesting that if we can get data in earlier and we can give that to, to somebody that um, can make an output uh, and change outcomes, then all of a sudden it's, it's, it's can drive those desired results, slowing the spread. Yeah. Of course, privacy issues and all of that is a big, big concern in all of this. Um, um, but capturing the data is the first steps and then acting yeah. on the data is the next step. Um, and then ensuring that we can all be safe is, of course, a, a critical component. Um, but right now, it's a light, it's it's really no not not a not a light thing to say. But it's a life. It's a matter of life or death. So yeah, business matters. Yeah, yeah, ab absolutely. And I think you know we've had that conversation uh, in the past. And I think certainly the pandemic has, has has caused people to take this a lot more seriously. Right. Whereas, you know, previously it may have been a nice to have a, to have a wearable that can monitor distance or, or heat or what have you. Now it's, it's kind of becoming mandatory, isn't it? It's, right. it's becoming something that we really need to focus on. And, and I, as an end user, one of the things that we do with Spark Compass is that we're always trying to find and ensure that there's value to the end users, right? Catching data, capturing data is important. But there has to be an outcome. There has to be a, a result for me as an end user. And in this instance, if I can, if I can be encouraged to to keep my distance, and, and I do that automatically just because that's in my 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 nature. However, um, if I could have a system that can do this, and if I can have a system that can alert if there's a trend that I should address, hey, that's right. That's yeah. a good thing. That's 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 augmenting my intelligence. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. And, and, and Eric, you're no, you're no stranger. You talk about uh, augmenting intelligence, right? You're no stranger to being an entrepreneur and uh, you know having uh, various interests in various fields, right? And um, clearly, obviously, that came from your background in, in the space sector, but other backgrounds, etc. Um, one of the things that I'm quite interested in, we have a lot, we have a lot of um listeners of the show and also people that come on who are in startups and scale up businesses yeah and yeah. and it can be lonely at the top you know right. uh, for some for some of the for some of these people and some of these directors uh, and i know that from my own experience in starting up uh, my company and and initiatives that i've done um for people starting out in in an iot business in a platform centered around data and driving IoT. What, what's your sort of advice to, to some of these founders of, of early stage businesses? Well, I, I think you're addressed to one thing that is um, might come to a surprise before you get started. And that is, that yeah. this isn't easy, right? This is hard work. Um, and, and I think the key component is, is um, true grit, the ability to stick with it. Right when you have something, uh, keep at it, uh, adjust and and learn. Um, have a what I call a fluid foundation. You have to have an understanding that is a baseline, but being able to adapt and understand uh, and and keep at it. Um, I think that is the biggest issue uh, for a lot of people is the, the surprise of how hard things are. We hear about the success stories. Behind every success story, there's a lot of hard work. Even those that have quickly been lucky um, it, it didn't happen by by happenstance so so keep at it and 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 learn um, and I think that's the most important thing is to 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 use data that's readily available um, build tools 
Um, we personally, and me personally, have a, a strong belief in doing is better than and then talking and telling. Um, so, so we keep building, um, and we keep building fast, and uh, we keep failing fast because when you fail, you can fix. And and the ability to build something fast and fix it, and keep at it and Im improving, then all of a sudden you're building a value, um, and uh, and that goes back to that true grit. Keep at it. Uh, don't give up. Um, take advice, learn as much as possible. And right now, um, the world is so full of tools where ideas can be implemented fast. Uh, we have a little bit of a strategy within our company because we, we are tossed with building things fast. We, we work with a lot of the big big boys that are coming to us. Things takes time when you're in the big, uh, big corporations. I used to work at Qualcomm. Great, a lot of money, a lot of infrastructure, and it took a long time to do things. So now we're building things fast. We have an approach that we call uh, in, in opposite of an MVP, a minimal viable product, we build what we call the maps. A map is a maximum awesome product. That's a mindset. That's a mindset of trying to, instead of trying to do something that is minimal and as least as possible and try to get it out as fast as, as, fast as possible, we want to get it out as fast as possible, but we want to make it awesome. And we want to really make a difference with everything that we do. So, so have that mindset. Go big, stick with it, and do it. Yeah, right? that's fantastic. I really like that. A map, right? As opposed maximum to, uh, awesome uh, product. Yeah, maximum yeah. awesome product, right? And yeah. and that creates a map and there's a mindset, right? Because if you mm -hmm. want to go from from here, which is innovation of nothing, into something that is a full product, you have to have a map. And the mindset yeah. in our step is go try to make something that's awesome. Yeah. Have that as a mindset. Uh, then all of a sudden, uh, you, you'll find that it is awesome. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think that's, I think that's, I think that's fantastic advice for a lot of people, right? Um, because you, you've really got to be behind what you're doing 100%. You've got to believe in it. You've got to, you've got to breathe it uh, and live it in, in, in order for that passion and that, for that genuine interest to, to, to come across to, to customers and, and, that, and to people in the ecosystem. Exactly. And I think that's one thing that is kind of missing in some tech Mm. is the passion and the enthusiasm and, and 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 let's do something fun here right yes it's techy yes it's 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 sensors and it's iot and it's data but if you don't have that passion how can you innovate right and and yeah. it has to come from somewhere when you innovate um i'm i'm, I'm blessed i was just um i'm i'm in uh, advisory and uh, industry fellow at the University of Salford in England, where I where I graduated. So I'm, I'm assisting there, uh, and I was just appointed um, an advisory board position at the UC uh, University of California uh, in Riverside around design and innovation. Um, right. So so I'm passionate about this that this mindset. Let's let's create something new, uh, build something new. Um, it has some passion and enthusiasm in it, right? Yeah. Be a little crazy. That's okay. We are different, and and that differentiates us as small entities, and that's what the big entities. And we work with a lot of the big boys; they're looking for that because within the confines of a large corporation, that's harder to do. When you're small, yeah. we can do that, right? And yeah, yeah. yeah well, we're while we're big and we're global, we still have the mindset of uh, I should be get stuff done. I was going to use another S word, but get stuff done. Yeah. Uh, is, you could have used that, Eric. Right. We would allow, we would right. allow it. <laughs> Perfect. Well, you know, 
again, the passion comes through, right? And that's that's really yeah. where it is. And that's why you can take a data-driven platform with beacons and, and stuff that kind of is boring. But if you have that passion that you're fan first and you want to engage with the fan and you want to have create that excitement where they are taking selfies at home and sharing that with the platform and winning points and, and sharing the data and sharing their experiences, whether they're a senior citizen um, in, in a whole, oh, this is kind of cool, right? So, so we did a deployment in, in North Somerset with, um, with NHS right. uh, and for senior citizens and, and care providers. And here's Rita, who's 94 years old. Right, she's she's on stage, and we're talking and presenting to the uh, to the um, uh, directors, uh, the board of directors uh, for for NHS Digital. Okay. And I, I hadn't met Rita before, but she's been using our platform, um, the Spark Compass Alexa platform, and she's on stage, um, and she's being asked. Uh, so so Rita, what do you what do you think about the Spark Compass platform? And she starts saying, "I am so mad," and I thought, "Oh no, God." What, what 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 went wrong here, right? We've all been in this demo environment where we're we're concerned about how is this demo going to go, and she starts saying, "I am mad," and I thought, "Oh no, this is not going to go well." But then she she continues and she says, "Why I'm so mad? Because I had to go to hospital, and when I came back to my to my flat, um, somebody had taken away my Spark Compass Alexa. I miss her. I want her back." Oh. That is a huge validation. That's when yeah. you know those moments of time is when you realize that technology, our augmented intelligent platform that was understanding how Rita was doing and how she, mm -hmm. she was feeling and that was then dispatch, sent back to dispatch, that in of itself was powerful. But the yeah. unintended consequence of this was that she felt like she was being cared for. She was speaking to our system. And unlike Alexa, which is you just instruct, our AI had created a conversation for her. Every morning we talked with her. Every morning mm. we had a conversation with her. Mm. That's powerful. Yeah, totally powerful. And I think de definitely within that demographic as well, right? You know, um, yeah. because uh, we we've we've spoken to to a number of businesses and um, who are involved with IoT solutions uh, around uh, the elderly and care for the elderly. And the fact that, you know, not only giving people their independence for longer so that they don't have to go into to nursing homes and what have you, but but it's the quality of life and, and also, um, you know, just the general well-being of people being able to, to communicate when perhaps they don't have their family or perhaps, they're you know, they're there. So and the fact that, you know, Rita is engaging with that and that you've done that and being able to put that onto the Alexa platform is great. Right. And that's and that's a really thing that I'm um, a, a close thing that I'm passionate about is it's a whole tech for good movement. The right. fact that we're actually creating solutions that genuinely has an influence and, and an enrichment to people's lives. Yep. Uh, and I think sometimes that can be lost. Right. Uh, certainly within the whole. Yeah. Yeah. But if that's a mindset, then all of a sudden it works for a worker a staff yeah. member, a, a yeah. healthcare provider, right? Because you're you're enabling them to do better. And yeah. that's what technology is supposed to do in the first place, right? Sure. It's not supposed sure. to replace, it's supposed to enable. Yeah, yeah. No, fantastic. Then just on that note as well, so obviously you've got the augmented uh, platform with augmented intelligence platform on Alexa. Um, 
IoT, obviously, you know, people talk about IoT a lot and, um, you know, about the exciting future that it has and, and, and the growth and, and where we'll really be with this. But specifically within your business and what you're doing, Eric, where, where do you see the future of augmented intelligence? Where does that go? What are the limitations? What can we expect to see happening in a few years' time, five years' time? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm really curious to find out from you, you know, where this is all going, you know? Well, so so if you think about, and it's a big question, right? And and we by no answers, but here's um, here's a couple of ideas and a couple of things that we're building um, that can paint the beginning of what the future will look like. Um, let's let's say that we have a situation uh, in a grocery where you have um, a choice between a head of lettuce that is out in an open and in an environment where where you can touch and feel it or a head of lettuce that is packaged in an environment and a system where you can verify that it is COVID free from the moment it was planted, right? Yeah. That, that could be kind of cool to know. So in order for yeah. that to happen, you have to have a system like, like what we're building right now, where you can get data from the growing conditions, right? That's data set. And that's tons of sensors and, and you can communicate that if you use um, one of our partners, Sigfox, is a great way to have mm. efficient communication across uh, across the growing field, right? And you can have sensors that are measuring the, the weather and blah, blah, blah. So now you have the, the basis of that. Um, then you can have a system that can capture the growing, uh, the, the, the harvesting conditions, then the, the transportation um, of that product, uh, the packaging of the product, and all the data sets that are around those events. We, we, we like to look at in our platform, event data. And if you can capture yeah. the event data, um, the growing conditions, the harvesting, um, the, the packaging, the transportation, and there's data sets that are measuring air quality, who's there, are they, are they COVID free, um, as an example, and take that and put that into a platform that also is tied into a blockchain, right? Yeah. Now that blockchain can then be enabled and unlocked on the product so that I as a consumer can tap, scan, whatever it is, QR, AR, NFC, whatever it is to validate the condition of the product that I'm up to buy. Then all of a sudden you have taken that whole journey and presented it to the end user. Yeah. Kind of a crazy example, right? But that is something we can do right now. Is that going to change the future? Not necessarily, but what it enables is the connection between the physical and the digital. Uh. That's where it's exciting. And that's really where this augmented intelligence comes in because you have to have a system that is intelligent in the way that it captures data, um, the ability to aggregate the data, the ability to govern the data, because governance of data is another key component in this space that a lot of people forget about. You have to make sure that this data is, is, is stored and, and used appropriately and verifiably so. Um, and then act on the data so that you can deliver those outcomes, whether that is an outcome for a senior citizen, whether that is for somebody buying lettuce, or whether it's for a worker in a workspace, it doesn't matter. Or if it is a participant in a global sports that would like to play their sports in, in uh, um, uh, Lausanne uh, versus me in San Diego versus you in Bristol, right? Mm -hmm. If you can enable that connection where we are all of a sudden playing together without being together, 
then you're onto something really, really cool. Yeah, yeah. Right. This, the, Eric, the future is so exciting, right? <laughs> it really is, and there's so much there. Eric, uh, if, if we continue this conversation, I think we a long time talking about lots of different bits and pieces, but I know there's some exciting things coming up for you with the whole Spark Compass team right now. Uh, I know you can't go into specifics, but hey, look, it would be it would be great to have you back on the show at some point in the future to talk about that and 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 the outcome from everything that's going on because you guys are super busy right now, aren't you? We are, and and as going back to what we started about, we believe in showing and doing rather than just telling and showing, right? So, and you alluded to something that we will be we'll be happy to come back when it's public, but there is something very fundamental shift in the way to use data in in a participation sport that is that is under uh, underway um, and there will be some big announcements so, so yes uh, we're very excited about this and this is really taking data and acting on the data and creating enhanced experiences yeah that that really is 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 the and and, and going back to to you viewers that are looking at uh, at starting things if you can follow that model that journey right capture data understanding data and acting data with a purpose this is where i think that a lot of people go wrong because they think that it's really great that we have is all this data if you have the data in silos and you're not doing anything with the data who cares and i'm going yeah. to be kind of crass about saying who cares and, and i don't mean it that way but really i do right because yeah you're just capturing data. Who cares? If you if you're creating a dashboard that looks nice, okay. But it, it's when you take actions on the data, that's when yeah. you drive and change outcomes. And that's really what Spark Compass is all about. It's an action event database control system, augmented intelligence, contextual intelligence, all in one. I don't care where the data comes from. I don't care how the data is communicated. All I care about is that I'm using augmented intelligence to act on the data to deliver outcomes and improve outcomes. And then all of a sudden, when you do a system like this, it learns from itself. It learns and it gets better and better. And that's my patent. That's my patent. Yeah. That's contextual intelligent communication. Um, patented with multiple patents uh, and multiple pending patents. Yeah. Exciting times. Uh, really exciting times. Eric. I know, uh, I know your schedule has been super busy, so I appreciate you taking the time out to come on the show. But uh, thank you so much and um, good luck with everything. And we hope to have you back on at some point soon. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And be sure to subscribe for more episodes in the IoT podcast, the leading podcast among the IoT community.